I have some great shit to start the week with. Some okay. great, some, it's A grade shit right now. Because, <laughs> do you remember last time I was singing? Because your girl finally got a dick appointment. I do holla, recall, holla, yes. Holla. Well, apparently I've taken that dick appointment and I threw it in the bin. Because oh, no. literally the day after we recorded that, I got so out of my mind drunk that I destroyed lives. Namely, my own. So, my friend, my friend Mary came round for lunch. Okay. For lunch. And a couple of drinks. I got a lot of alcohol for my birthday. And I was like, hey, just come over. We can have a few drinks, blah, blah, blah. We made um, Long Island iced teas and enough said. And um, <laughs> we got so drunk. At one point, I remember us laying on my living room floor, holding hands, telling each other how much we loved each other. Oh, one of those. It was one of those. But mm. I messaged Dick Appointment at about 8pm, I think it was, um, asking him if he would like to relight my fire. Did you say it like that? No, well, I messaged, so tone was uh, tone was lost. But it you wasn't can imagine... like a, a voicemail, like, relight no. my... No? Okay. Well, coming to that, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Good. So I just asked uh, a very in in the framework of drunk text messaging. I think it was not my worst by far. What I then proceeded to do, however, was call him multiple times. About two hours later, now all of them. Bear in mind, my memory of this is all very hazy. I'm going through this like my own PI the next evening when I'm looking at my call history and going. Okay, two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, 21 seconds. What was I doing for 21 seconds? Did he pick up on any of these I have no recollection, but he has not responded. (laughs) I've heard nothing from him at all. He's still cruising my Insta stories, but there has been zero, absolutely fucking zero response. Now, bear in mind as well, so I woke up to this on my phone. I also woke up to vomit in my bathtub. Oh, Lord. Now, I very proudly hold just a 10-year vomit-free lifestyle. I've not vomited easily since I just left university. And there I am up chucking in my bath. I don't know how that happened. So I've not heard from the dick appointment. Um, I don't think he wanted to relight my fire at all. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I woke up with so many bumps and bruises. And also, that Saturday was the day before Father's Day. And this is the first Father's Day I'd had with my dad for approximately three years because coronavirus and he's been out of country. Um, and he had to come pick me up for our breakfast at half past nine because I was still drunk. <laughs> Sorry, you got drunk the night before you had a 9am appointment with somebody. Like, that's just asking for She trouble. was coming for lunch, Freud. Chardon. That's my name, I'm Freuda. You're Chardon. <laughs> she was coming for lunch. Mary was here for lunch. I made a really lovely salad. I got loads of tasteful bits in. It was supposed to be like a nice sort of like ladies who lunch with a couple of drinks. We got so fucking ratted, and I mean so fucking ratted, that I went to work on the Monday, virtually of course, but I went to work on the Monday, um, and I still had the alcohol sweats, I could still smell it off of myself. My dad had to bring me home after breakfast, well no, that's a bit of a of a, of a lie, um, I went back with him to my nan's house after breakfast and slept in her bedroom for four hours and then my dad brought me home. <laughs> I'm assuming assuming there was no hiding this from you. No, no, no. I mean, I had to call him because I was like, Dad, I'm really sorry, but you're going to need to pick me up. Because obviously I was going to make my own way there. But I was like, I'm still drunk. I can't drive anywhere. And it is not within walking distance. I forgot his card. I forgot his gift. He, um, and the irony of it all is the card that I got him was Happy Father's Day from your least disappointing child. Wow. So I you, you, I just you set yourself up for that one. Can you I, can you open the card and cross off least and then no, give it to I mean, him? 
I did send him a picture of it the next day and just said, well, this feels ironic. And he just went, it's all right, you can save it till next year. But he's, I had to go buy him dinner on Friday and I don't like to pay for my parents to eat anything. Well, That's their job. But I was like, reparations need to be made. I'm going to go to a curry, <laughs> which I hate curries. I'm going to go for a curry because it's your favourite. I'm going to buy you dinner. I'm going to drive so you can drink to prove to you that I'm not an alcoholic. Um, and yeah, I've not heard from Dick Appointments since. But I mean, opinions, please. I don't think Do You Want to Relight My Fire is a terrible drunk text message. I mean, the calls are, you know, a different... It's the calls? Yeah. Like the, the drunk text message is one thing, and I do think he should have responded even if Thank the you. answer was no. However, It was like 8pm as well. If it's like, um, you know, you're getting lots and lots of weird calls from a person you have a very casual relationship with, if I was an asshole man... I would be like, she's too clingy, etc. But I mean, if you're going to get a text message that says, relight my fire, you know it's a booty call. So you, you know, know it's that a booty they're call. either like thirsty for you or they are wankered. Yeah. So... Which arguably I was both. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I was thirsty for anything except a good night's sleep and, you know, the ability to evaporate alcohol from my blood system. Oh, sorry, hon. I think I, I think one a, a text you can laugh about the next day, but it's the calls. It's the calls, and I'm still I'm not. I've actually had to put him in the archive so I don't get to see my text message when I open my WhatsApp, which just says, "Do you want to relight my fire?" To no response. <laughs> um, and I have deleted him from my call history as well, so that again I don't have to see it ever again. I don't have to be confronted with the dick gods giveth and the dick (laughs) gods taketh away welcome to misery loves company the podcast dedicated to those moments in life so tragic so embarrassing so pathetic so frustrating I think your story so far fits all of those. <laughs> uh, the, the, the only solace is that they make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon. And Freuda. And we do have a guest with we us today. And actually, we didn't. We do this every time. We're so bad at this. What's your name? Uh, you can call me Zin, short for Zinfandel. Yes! Excellent. <laughs> Zinny zinny zin zin. I'm already like the zin bin. Where this is yeah, literally getting zin bin. If only. <laughs> if only. Thank you very much for joining us, Zin. Thank you for having me. Very pleased to be here. Shame. You you did message me when you told me you wanted to take part, um, and I don't remember exactly the details, but that it was generally drunken antics <laughs> much like what we've already been discussing today is that you are right all welcome the tone has been set but no yeah it's um yeah lots of drunken antics the sort of the sort of thing that you sort of wake up the next day and want to crawl into a hole and die and then it mm, won't let yeah. you and then it comes to bite you in the arse so <laughs> well we have loads mm. of those and we've left like a suitable gap i think since our last Drunken. It was our second episode, I think, yeah. and we were like, we've got too much content for this, so we need to spread it out a little, but I feel like it, it's been a suitable amount of time. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to not be the only <laughs> one with the shame sweats right now. Okay, so um, I was in my uh, second year of uni, so obviously lots of alcohol and <laughs> lots of bad decisions. Um, so I think it's like universally accepted that everyone's second year of uni is the shittest year like you've just come out of first year and you're you're still cock of the walk and like yeah I've just had my first year of uni I'm free and then shit starts to go down with like work and actually having to put the put the work in and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah life kind of um kicks you kicks you down so I think at the time this is a not going to meant to be a sob story but at the time um I'd found out that my parents were divorcing Oh my god, should we put some X-Factor sob story <laughs> music behind the it? The world's tiny <laughs> violin. <laughs> when you try your best but you don't succeed. <laughs> uh, so having no, to spend to be... Christmas with your parents who have decided that they might get divorced but they might not get divorced, whatever. That was oh fun. Nice. Um, I'd stopped, recently just stopped seeing a guy who, it was kind of a weird relationship. We weren't 
official. Um, I think he was in an open relationship. So, you know, back then it would have been like, oh my God, he's cheating on his girlfriend. And it's like, no, they're in an open relationship. So they sleep, they sleep with other people, but they're exclusive for each other. Um, so I was seeing this guy um, and I'd stopped seeing him the week before. And I had my best mate come up to me and she's like, yeah, you may want to get yourself tested because he's given someone some STD. Oh, which is like, great, wonderful, happy days. The, uh, the punches keep coming. Um, so I'd gone and I'd, uh, got all the antibiotics. I was making sure I was okay, but I was on antibiotics at the time. So I don't know if that was relevant. I, I'm still, if if you're about to add alcohol into the mix, I'm sure it is relevant. (laughs) This is why I'm mentioning it, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And so there was that. And we all decided as a, a big, sort of social um for the school of science that um i was studying under we decided we were going to go for a big night out go to a club um and at the time the guy who i recently stopped sleeping with um i was actually really into his housemate and he knew but he wouldn't sleep with me because bro code and all that shit so it's like oh great so i had a lot going on i had a lot going on so i was i wasn't in the best of places so we went out clubbing and i got very 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 drunk to the point where I've never I don't very often blackout drunk I've only ever done it twice before um this being almost one of those times so not quite blackout drunk but (laughs) fucking I wish I had because I fucking remember this story enough (laughs) to wish I'd had that last pint (laughs) prefer not to remember this story anyway I was um really upset um and I was I realized I was too drunk so I was like right I need to go home this was in January so it was freezing cold um and there was a guy in our group and he was like oh I'll give you I'll walk you home sort of thing and he's one of those guys that's like so nice like you you just the nicest person he's like Mm -hmm. big puppy dog eyes and he's just one of those people that really likes you and it's to the point where I know that you like me but I don't reciprocate that but I'm still going to be friendly with you but sometimes they try it and it's like mate come on now I've already made my intentions clear I'm all right but he was like I'll walk you home because you're in a bad state so like we started walking back and it wasn't long it was like 15 minute walk um but when you're as inebriated as I was that that walk turned into about half hour Mm -hmm. um been there (laughs) you know when you're like staggering and you're just like I can't walk in a straight line sometimes sometimes you might get a cab all the way home from London and still fall asleep in your back garden (laughs) I was going to say, it's more when you're walking home drunk and you get magpie, if, like yes. magpie effect. I get such bad magpie effect. Like What's anything that could potentially catch your eye, that's a deterrent for your journey home. You're yep. like, oh shit, look, <laughs> like it's they're selling a- wine for three pounds. <laughs> It's more of a um. Oh look, a cone. My bedroom could really do with a cone. Yes, <laughs> for a sign. Understood. I could yeah. really do with a sign. Like... Yeah. Oh yeah. Love a sign, <laughs> especially in uni days. Loved a sign. We had a mate who um, his bed broke because uh, I think he was jumping up and down on it. It wasn't weird or anything like that, but he was okay. jumping up and down. So I mean, this of... was still a grown up though. Yeah. Well, I say grown up, eighteen year old. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we didn't want to tell his landlord that he broke his bed, so we stole a um, men at work sign and used that as the slats on the bottom of the bed for a year. <laughs> Excellent! Well, I love oh the God. idea of the landlord picking that up and being yeah. like, "Excuse me, sorry, mate, we fixed it." <laughs> Where are the men at work? What are they working on? Yeah. Should I have that in my bedroom? Maybe it's like positive thoughts, <laughs> like manifesting. Manifest. Yeah, manifesting. The men at work. Have yeah, it above just... the bed. Just be like yeah, a literally fire. Men at work. <laughs> anyway, so this, <clears throat> this absolute sweetheart is walking me home, and I'm pouring my heart out. I am absolutely oh, distraught. I am crying. I am snotting. I am trying to fit in. I want cheesy chips on the way home, but I'm mm. thinking I won't. I won't do that. Um, and anyway, I ended up um, because he was listening to me, and because he was doing like the least decent thing that a human being could do to me in my most fragile state was like oh my god i'm in love so- oh. <laughs> oh god. and this me. guy he's gonna know what he's doing he's playing the long game and yeah. mad respect do you know what Just- <laughs> get out of that friend zone. yeah <laughs> it, it was one of those but because i was so far gone i didn't give a shit so yeah I th- i've been there like you're being kind to me 
let's get married. <laughs> yeah. Mine is more, you've noticed me, let's get married. Kindness isn't even a stepping stone anymore. So my, instead of the uh, the getting married, it's the, oh my God, physical intimacy. So I kissed him. Love it. And he's yeah. one of those guys that you sort of think, have you ever been kissed before? Oh, he probably like, he had He was just, that's so, so sweet and innocent. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to ruin you kind of thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, now I, I don't remember this bit, but apparently what I was trying to say to him was, I really appreciate you taking the time to look after me. I, you know, it's been a while since anyone's actually cared about me like that and treated me like a human being. What I actually said was, oh my God, you're the one. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no. You're the you just one. Say that guy's dreams come true. He literally had in the background like, my love one, you got that kind of hard to have. And the cartoon yeah. doves and the deers are coming out like oh flower God. crown, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's already got the wedding march going. You're in a boho wedding dress, walking down a forest aisle to him. He knows yeah. what's happening. It was just yeah, that so I'm I'm, yeah. I'm getting the sweats now. <laughs> we were talking about I'm getting join really, me, oh. join oh. me. <laughs> It's all sweaty down here. Take so you turned to this poor lad and said, you're the one. You're the one. Oh my God. I can't believe it. After all this shit I've been through, you're the one and I found you. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Right. So we get back to my place. I and... don't think I'm going to hear the rest. You say this every week. I don't think I'm going to hear the rest. <laughs> We get home and uh, he gets me into my room because my room was like at the front of the house at the bottom. So not far to go. He says, right, get in your pyjamas. I'm going to go get you some water. So he leaves me to to do that myself. So I'm sitting there thinking, what a gentleman. He hasn't seen me naked. Again, bare minimum of a human being. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Didn't try and assault me. Didn't try and assault me. Good pick. Puts me into bed. Leaves me. He goes off into the night. (laughs) disappears he's gone um and i go to sleep that's fine wake up the next morning absolutely hanging out of my ass as you would expect i was completely gone um so i was really fragile and i decided okay i'm just gonna sit up i'm gonna watch some jeremy kyle just a bit of (laughs) comfort watching you still love jeremy kyle you make me feel so good about my own life it was that was my uni (laughs) watching whenever i was hung over chicken dippers jeremy kyle yeah you'd be good um so i'm watching the telly and he's texting me and he's like just making sure you're okay you're alive can you remember from last night and i was like bits of it um but yeah feeling a bit sorry for myself because i feel like i made a tit think the only thing i could really remember was in the club and then thinking oh my god i need to go home because i'm feeling so emotional um and he was like yeah well okay well let me know if if you need anything i was like i'm not gonna lie i'm thinking i'm trying to muster up the energy to go down to mcdonald's and get myself a hangover burger get myself a meal and i said i'll probably do that in the next two hours after i've had a shower anyway half an hour goes by and there's someone at the door so i go and answer the door and there's actually no one there but on the doorstep is a mcdonald's bag with uh, a big mac and some chips and so i was like oh my god okay with your ex-boyfriend's head in it (laughs) (laughs) blood everywhere there's like doves (laughs) the flower crown is in tatters oh god sorry so there's a burger get the burger in and i'm like right i'm going to town on this because you know when you're that hungover it's like i don't give a shit where this Mm -hmm. has come from um anyway he texts me and he's like did you get the gift and I was like yes I did thank you so much that's amazing you're you're so great having forgotten what I'd said to him last night I then look I can't I just oh god yeah go on sorry I look on the bag and I realize that there's a bit of paper on it so I was thinking what what the fuck is this and I open it and I need to set my cringe glands. Just for just, context, both me and Freuda have like hands clapped to our faces oh, right now. Like, just the cringe is so strong. <laughs> so strong. I'm sweating more. Jesus. You're sweating oh, more. I need to get a towel, mate. Okay, no, Vin go is on. Not go good. On, sorry. So yeah, I'm, I get this piece of paper. I unfold it and there's a note on there that says, um, Dearest Zin, 
Um, I hope you're feeling better this morning and I hope this, this food goes a little way to making you feel better. Um, looking forward to seeing you soon. Um, I'm going to call this guy Ethan. So he signed it, Ethan the One. Oh, no! And I look no! at it and my blood <sighs> is cold. Like, it comes flooding back of what the fuck it's happened. It's so hard to backpedal from the one as well. It's so hard. Oh, and I'm holding no. this half a Big Mac in one hand, having just taken a bite. The note in the other hand, like, frozen. Like, what the actual shit? Oh, no. I don't like it. So I end up calling my housemate, like, help. What's happened? So I regale this story to her. Um, and she's pissing <laughs> herself laughing because she's just like you and your vag for God's sake. And I'm like, didn't sleep I, with him. I need to. I need some context. Is Ethan? Is he just a nice bloke who's your friend and you don't find attractive, or is he like gross? He's, like he's not cl- clingy and gross and a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? He's just a nice. He's not a brackets nice guy. He's not one of those. He's not he a is, creeper. No. He's not gonna. He's just he's, a lovely, genuine. He's just human a nice. Being. Okay. That and I mean, I, I'm not attracted to him. Um, That's he and I grew up in the same town, apparently. So there was that connection. <laughs> um, but I wasn't attracted to him. And because he was so naive and innocent. And... Why have he followed you to uni? Why have he oh known God. you the whole time? Sorry. And he was like, there's Zin. I need Zin in my life. In the playground with a pair of binoculars, like, one day she yeah. will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I could think of like comparisons in my own life, but there are people who are just like your your friend, but a normal person. And then people who are like, oh, this person makes me feel a bit gross. Cause yeah, they're a he's bit a creepy. nice guy, but he's a nice he's a guy. Nice guy. Something. The thing is, it gets worse. No, okay, it sorry. doesn't. I sorry. interrupted you. So I interrupted you. So you're telling your housemate. I'm telling my housemate. We're having, we're having a proper DMC on the sofa. I'm half laughing half cry just like what the fuck did I say okay I'm gonna need to have a word with him um and I've got my laptop open and you know when you're looking at like pictures from the night before and I get a Facebook notification of a relationship request <gasps> no! and who is it it's Ethan no no oh no poor Ethan no oh. Ethan wants to be in a relationship with you do you accept I hit that no button so fucking quickly. <laughs> what happens I, if you do that and they reject you? Like, what does Facebook say to the person? I do not know. But uh, all I can tell you is, so I screamed. I, I literally screamed. And my housemate looked over and she was just like, I'm going to hit yes. I'm going to, I had to wrestle the laptop away from her, the cow back. Oh and God. so I hit no. And then I shut the laptop and I went and had a, I sit down just to sort of get my head straight like what is going on I come back and check Facebook again and okay no more invitations but he has changed his status to in a relationship and it is getting so much fucking love like it's getting so many likes and all of our friends who were all on the same course who were out that night, they were commenting like, oh, who's the lucky... Like, they must have known. They did must they have Did, did they all think it was you? Like, because you disappeared from the club together? Must have. But also, oh I mean, God. God bless him, he's clearly a very naive human being. I and, know. you know, at that age, I really wasn't particularly well-versed in relationships. But you don't think you go from being completely platonic to one drunk and you saying you're the one to then being together i would like uh, it would have to be several months before i'd be like let's talk about facebook statuses you cannot get in a relationship in this day and age unless you're a very puritan christian you cannot get in a relationship with someone you've not shagged before it's like signing a blank check you can't do it to yourself You you need to verify those goods you need to check those goods yeah open the box check the eggs you need to make sure you can return to sender if necessary Exactly, I need to know my uh, my yeah. my rights of purchase. So yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh my god, Your actually, statutory rights are affected. I literally had to pick my hair up from my neck because <laughs> I'm I'm sweating. I'm that hot from just the cringe of this all. But anyway, sorry. So he sent you a relationship request. <laughs> a relationship. And you said no, pal. It's not happening. 
Yep. Um, I then get a text from uh, a mutual friend uh, from the group, and he's just like, so, you and Ethan. No! And it's like... Obviously, he's told people. He's obviously told maybe one or two people, and those people have gone, let me tell the world! So the entire science group, the School of Science, knows. And it's just, and I'm getting texts, I'm getting phone calls, and I'm just like, I am done for the day. So I turned everything off, and and I left it. And I think quite luckily the the week sort of leading up I didn't have any lectures I, I can't remember what it was but we just didn't have lectures so I was able to avoid him and he was sending so, me... so hold on so how long were you in a relationship with this guy for before you told him you weren't in a relationship in I'll his get, mind I'll get that <laughs> oh no 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 if it's more oh, than no! 24 hours then this is a bad story no yeah so no a week later <laughs> Sometimes Freud just screams so high that Zoom no longer picks it up. <laughs> so it's just like a dolphin or a dog or something. It just goes completely silent. <laughs> or you could just see is her mouthing. Nah! <laughs> oh, but so during this week, I was just, I was desperately trying to avoid any human being that had some semblance to this group I was just I cannot <sighs> see you I, I need to get myself prepared before I see anyone because again people were texting me like give me the gossip and I'm like I, I don't know what to do like, oh. um the thing is with none of these people going back to Ethan and being like hey um Zin sounds like she's not in a relationship with yeah, they you. found it funny because they're fucking sociopaths <laughs> It's oh like more God. like Zin's fallen off the face of the earth. She's not admitted to this. It's like having, you know, like a secret child. Like you've kept Stum on this. So why is no one <laughs> picking up on this and going, there may have been a miscommunication here? I'd also like to point out that no one saw me after we went home. So he could have killed me, pretended to be in a Facebook <laughs> relationship just to pretend that I'm still alive. Like <laughs> But he didn't because he's actually a genuine. No, he's, he's actually person. a nice guy. But I don't know. We've been talking nice guy. I've I've been weaned off the nice guy a bit by the suddenness of this Facebook invitation. Like it, that it, is it, weird. That naive. Yeah, I think that it's naive. more ignorance than yeah. weirdness. That's the vibe I'm picking up because if you're kissing him and it's like the first time he's ever been kissed, doing a proper Drew Barrymore, and then he's like literally next day we're in a relationship now because you've told me you're that I'm the one when I'm drunk. I really get the impression that he's just Mr. Ignorant 2.1. Like, he's just has no clue. He has no yeah. clue. And so it, it got to the week. And during that week, I had received flowers. I had received chocolates. And I was just like... So, sorry, how much time has passed? A week. A week. I mean, it sounds okay. like at the moment he's a stellar boyfriend. McDonald's I know. Chocolate you flowers. never have to see him or talk to him, but he delivers <laughs> he's his burgers. Committed. He's committed. He's like in. sugar daddies, but younger than me. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've eaten my burger, so you love me. I've had that one before. <laughs> I've done worse. So yeah, I I finally get the balls to text him. This is a week on, so you've been in it's a relationship a with this guy for a week, right? Okay, cool. He's been in a relationship for a week. <laughs> oh, God! A lie by omission is still a lie, okay? Yeah, and I... I, I messaged one of my best friends and I said, listen, you're going to have to come with me because I'm going to need moral support because I'm about to... Am I allowed to... Sw- how bad am I allowed to swear in this? I swear. say cunt very often. Okay. I'm about to do a really cunty thing because yeah. I am an absolute cunt at this point. Like, the, if it had been you the first You let it go day, on too long. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I am an absolute arsehole here. So I texted him. I was like, right, I need to see you. I need to meet up with you. Oh my God, um, he probably thinks he's about to lose his virginity. <laughs> Well, I, I said let's meet up in the town centre, so okay. I don't know what Mutual he'd be ground. into, but <laughs> like, yeah. Excellent. So I meet up with him in the town centre. My friend is sort of sitting, he doesn't know that she's there, but she's sort of standing a couple of feet behind me, or sitting a couple of feet behind me and listening to this whole thing. And uh, I sit him down, I'm like, right. I'm really appreciative of what you did the other night taking me home. And I said, I am really sorry that I have let this go on for as long as it has, but I do not want to be in a relationship. Not to him, I just said I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm in a very vulnerable place at the moment and I, I overreacted and I, I I did some things that I shouldn't have. Um, there's obviously been some miscommunication and I should have told you so sooner and 
it, it wasn't fair of me to let this drag out. And by this point, I've realised, yeah, Zin, you're an absolute bell end. So I start I crying. At this at this point, um, had he been texting you in the week like, hey, Zin, why aren't you replying? Hey, what's Zin, going on? When are we going to hang out? What's going on? Hey, when Zin, am I going to lose my V plates? So he like, thought it was totally normal to start a relationship with someone and then not see them for a week. Yeah, just take a break. So this is on him. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he's never. If he's never been in a relationship before, he didn't know. I still think that's weird. I still think that's weird. I don't think me at any point. I'm just in my gonna say my first relationship with my very first, not even real boyfriend, but my very first relationship. I took a lot of shit. That now looking back at it, I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Why would I allow that to be my reality? But you just you do, and I think when you're so clearly enamoured with somebody. Mm. You're just like, I'm going to be really respectful and give them the space that they need and not be too yeah. beggy and clingy and all of this shit. Like, I'm writing all of this down tonight. And you've got to remember as well, men are so emotionally younger than us. Like, I, I was trying to ghost him before ghosting was a thing and he was just too nice to get I mean, it. you can't ghost someone you're in a relationship with. That's Oh, so yeah, the the end of the story is that I I ended up just sort of saying to him, I'm sorry I've let it go on this far. I shouldn't have let it go on for a week. You are such a nice guy, and I'm not oh, in the right. You're, I'm not in the right space. Um, oh, I've treated you really poorly. Please leave me alone. <laughs> and he said, he was like, Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it. Um, I respect that. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. Um, clearly I've read it wrong. I feel like I'm my, my heart breaking. Oh, my heart is breaking because he's like he's the like honestly if I was in any way attracted to him I would have fucked him by now like honestly but I did not find him in any which way and it's like oh. you are like one day you will make someone and I, I think he is married now actually so oh, I bet that's the happiest woman ever as well <laughs> unless he's still got a picture of you in like his office in a drawer somewhere and he just <laughs> takes it out every now and again the one that got away and like puts it back in the drawer and, and moves on with his life and then like kisses kids goodnight and go daddy will come see you later and takes your picture out again and just has a quick moment with you before putting it back in the drawer and, and going and tucking his kids in I'm absolutely horrified. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Like, You're welcome. I would love the idea like that, that his wife looks just like you. So these are my kids, Zin and Fandel. <laughs> yeah, but my um, my ex did that, didn't he? Where oh, you told he me, broke yeah. Up with me, and it was just me, but with darker skin. And yeah. I was raging because one of the reasons when he broke up with me that he told me he broke up with me was because of my weight. And then he literally goes out with someone that's a chubby bunny again, with really long dark hair, a round little moon face, but with a better tan. And so like, this is me. You've just gone out yeah. with me. You've just increased the exposure on the skin a smidge there, and you've carbon copied it. Um, so yeah, I love the idea that Ethan's got a bin. Not even a zin, a bin. Bin. <laughs> a bin zin. Bin zin. Bin Fandel. Bin Fandel. <laughs> my gosh. So... Did you ever really talk to him after this? Did you still hang out in the same group? What? Yeah, well, we still hung out, but it was one of those, we just never talked about it again because it was embarrassing. And like, I made it, I, I was very frank with him with that conversation of, listen, you are to blame as well a little bit, but I, I fully take most of the responsibility because you are so innocent and naive. I didn't say this to him, but like, I shouldn't have done this to you. Um, yeah. I wonder how he looks back on it now whether he's like yeah that was crazy of me or whether yeah. he's like mm, interesting I also feel just as a as a quick inward look of all of our guests Zin really should be the one that I judge the harshest and yet there's been minimal judgement um, your judgement is very inconsistent people have done very <laughs> embarrassing and bad things on here and you've just been like yeah cool and then the one where you freaked out the most was just our guest who like has a crush on Benedict Cumberbatch my god poor Ethan I know I sort of hoped that he was going to do something crazy because yeah. then it would validate the whole story a proper, <laughs> like, like 16 and then he candles fl- moment and then he flipped the, the table yeah if, and did weed all over the floor. <laughs> if, if anything, though, I, I take it as a bonus because do you remember? I think I said this at the beginning, but um, the, the housemate from the guy who I really liked, who wouldn't do anything with me because of the bro code. After this story oh, yeah. came out, he was just like, "Fuck it," and we ended up getting together. So, yay! yay. Nice. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> I feel bad. 
bad because in this situation I was more likely to be the Ethan but I would never be that stupid no. and I would never be so presumptuous if anything I'd be the opposite like someone could be to me like hey I really love you let's be in a relationship and I'd be like are you sure do you yeah. want to just think about that again or I'd be like the next the next day I'd be like do you know what I'm not going to message them at all because I'm going to give them their space I'm going to let them come to me and then like get absolutely wasted that night and send them something really innocuous like do you love me now are we together now that- <laughs> well you want to relight my fire and then you call them 14 times and then it'll be over before it's even begun that was a phenomenal story I really appreciate that thank you so much for sharing that with me that's made me feel so good about a lot of my own personal choices <laughs> So unbelievably good. I'm glad. I'm glad 19-year-old me is able, I'm able to look back at her and just be like, you're a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of it was taken out of your hands. Yeah. And I, I can't blame you at all. I feel like you were a very passive party in situation. all of this. Like, I can look back on it and I think, does it, it's all that it took would be a burger and a walk home. Like, is it that what it takes a burger girl. <laughs> To fall in love. See, when I was at uni, I really missed myself at university because there was this confidence. I think a lot of it was because sexual repression, definitely, you know, that Catholic lifestyle, very overbearing parents, as we've discussed previously. Sexual repression, being away from my home life and just being in a new city where you can be whoever you want to be. And I immediately defaulted to someone that has sex with a lot of people. Excellent. Um, and there was just, it's like I just missed the confidence I had because I was definitely bigger. I definitely didn't know how to dress myself, my face, do my hair. Like, you know when you look back at pictures of yourself, like from even 10 years ago and you go, how the fuck did you ever get sex? But also, how the fuck did you get a lot more sex than I currently get? Because mm-hmm. right now I'm a dish and you, you were a fucking kebab. Like, <laughs> right, like comparatively, I'm Michelin star now. An absolute lamb kebab. Yeah, literally, eighteen-year-old Freud was a lamb fucking kebab with the garlic mayonnaise. She was a travesty, but got dicked all the fucking time. But I think so much of it, and I'm sure we discussed this before, was not giving a shit. Like yeah, even yeah. though at that age you are so full of self-doubt, and you know you never, you're not quite sure of where you sit in the world. Where it comes to like experiences and having a good time and being kind of like happy-ish you just fucking go for it especially when you've had a couple of cider and black currants which was my tipple of choice as I said a fucking lamb kebab okay I was a lamb kebab and I just I I remember once bringing this guy home and oh my god it was so bad I remember bringing this guy home in my third year sleeping with him and I don't think I've said this out loud before on the podcast I don't know but this is just how I had to change tactics after this. I had to get way more into my background checks. Um, but I'd got really drunk and hooked up with an Asian lad. Um, absolutely fine. He was he was a fucking dish as well. He was my lamb kebab. He was shish, if anything. <laughs> and he was he was great. Um, and I took him home and we had sex. It was a great time. And in the morning, we most likely had sex again but I can't even remember and he just sort of I can't even remember his name which is makes it all the more worse he turned around and he said um I have something to tell you and I was like okay he's like um I'm not 21 because I just turned 22 because I was a year older than everybody and I was super super conscious of it so like anytime I sort of met someone I'd be like how old are you oh if you're 18 like you're too young type of thing like fresher no thank you I already yeah. took a year out, so I was a year older. Um, he was like, it's actually my cousin's idea. I'm 17. <gasps> I was like, I'm doing out. the mental maths in my head. Is that legal? It's yes, legal. it is. It's legal. Oh, it's legality. <laughs> I was like, you need to go home <laughs> right now. And I literally just said, to him and said, please don't tell me I took your virginity. Like, please don't tell me. He said, no, but I can't trust a single thing that man said. Man, boy. Boy, sorry, yes, man, boy. Baby. That is excellent. <laughs> yeah, but like, could you imagine now, as a 30-year-old, looking like the Michelin dish that I am now, hooking a 17-year-old? I mean, I know there's a desperation. No, in now that would be very, very scary. Yeah, that would very, be very, very, very scary. <laughs> but also, I mean, he did lie to me. I didn't know about it before. No, of course he you had did. told me that he was 21. Um, 
but yeah, I you meet him in a club. Yeah, in a club in uh, the one and only good club in my university town. I had a great time. I was out with all of my pals. I was definitely. I went through like a little. Um, I got very very free in my first year then I sort of took a break as you said work got hard in second year right so I definitely took a bit of time off I also had a bit of a boyfriend who was quite weird um in second year so didn't really shag that many people and then in third year I was like right this is it I've got one year until I live back in my parents house we're gonna make every weekend count Mm -mm -mm. um and yeah shagged a 17 year old at least he told you it's kind of sweet no he Should've... didn't need to tell me at all because we weren't going to see each other again were we my god it's so sweaty honestly the back of my shirt is damp oh. it's been a roller coaster. so just... Sharon what do you have to tell us about this week I fucking all I do is just I look back on that time with just shame because it just feels like wasted time I just hated myself so much I never did any of this and I probably would now. Do you know what I mean? Because in the moment, I just feel confident. Mm. But now I can't because I you fucking, fucking locked it in, didn't you? you yeah. Did good. The minute you start feeling good about yourself, it's like, yeah, I can do that. It's like, oh, great. Commitment. It is. Yeah. <laughs> like, pathetically, I needed a relationship to make myself feel validated. <laughs> and now it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now you feel uh, like you need some meaningless sex just to pick you up the post and. Just need a time machine to to fill up all that lost lost potential. Although looking back, I don't know out of the people I knew who. Would yeah, but it's not about the people you know. It's always better with a randomness. Someone you know. Yeah, but we never, never we always hang out in the same groups. Yeah, but did you never go to the club? Yeah, but it's only other other students, and they were all gross. Yeah, but like... that's who you have sex with. Other students, you're never going to see them again. <laughs> You know, you've got a 50-50 chance it's going to be a worthwhile experience. The rest of it, you just walk around strutting the next day because you're like, I got fucking laid. Did you get laid? Because I got laid. I got fucking laid. Or at least that was me anyway. <laughs> Don't even have to take them home. Go around by the bins. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. genuinely, I did have sex in the city centre once. Nice. Yeah. Where was it? In my university town. Yeah, I know in your university town, <laughs> but like behind some bins and an No, alley. there was like a water feature. With some nice. things out the back, and yeah, did um have have a quick have a, have a quick in, and we did nice. continue back up mine, but just got a bit overexcited because that's the time to do stupid shit like that, mate. I could have been arrested then as well. What is wrong with me? <laughs> you're you're an absolute thing. bad man. You're like got like a life of crime. Do you know what? If any young impressionable people are listening to this, thinking that this is an example of how to live your young impressionable life, it is. Don't listen to me. It is. No, listen to Shardin and Zinn. Don't be me. I'm Freud. Just say yes. Oh, yeah. Which one are you? I'm Freud. You're Shardin. I'm Shardin. Don't listen to Shardin. Shardin was self conscious and wasted her youth. Like, have a fun youth. Do you know what, though? Ta- I still tell a boy that. he's the one when you have very lukewarm feelings yeah, for him. Yeah, that's Shardin's approach. Not even I've lukewarm. Ha- tepid, mate. Yeah. Tepid. I still tepid. never got a single infection or STD, no STIs. And considering how wayward I was, I was very hot on my sexual um, health. So <laughs> to the, those young, impressionable people, shag who you want, but always bring some condoms. Never Do left condom. the house without condoms. Always be safe. <laughs> I really hope there's no young people. <laughs> I don't think they're our catchment, if I'm completely honest. I don't think, I don't think we have a catchment. <laughs> <laughs> We've got like oh, mate, some... One person. <laughs> We've got like about 30 people, give or take, who sometimes tune in. Should we, um, if you don't have a story, Shardin, or anything well, you wish to, to include, I was going to say, should we talk about my creepy voice notes that I left you earlier this week or last week? When was it? Oh God, are we talking about the dream? Fine. No, I don't think we need to talk about the dream, but I just want to, I've actually not checked in on you to check if we're still friends after these voice notes I left you. I wonder if I can include them in the podcast. So firstly, I need to tell you I'm not drunk. I've literally just woken up, and I think this is like an exhausted dream. But I had the weirdest, weirdest dream this morning. So I was hooking up with the guy Lawrence in 
Which way? You were which, the right way. Which end of the phone? Surely right I wouldn't. End. His name right now, but he's an absolute fitty. But it was casual. And oh, we lived together, but we shared a bedroom with separate <laughs> beds. Okay, so just have that in in your mind. And then, so he was coming over for dinner because we were all friends. But I was hooking up with him, but he was being really cold to me. And then you told him that you liked him, and then he wanted to hook up with you, and then. You had to tell me I couldn't hook up with him anymore because you wanted to hook up with him now. And then I was like, well, fuck you lot, then I'm going to bed. And then I woke up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> do you want to... If you could do some analysis on that, please, that would be... So if you missed that, Freud had a dream that uh, the bloke from In the Heights slash Hamilton, Anthony Ramos, maybe? Yeah, John Lawrence, yeah. Sure. Um, was, you were having an affair and then I stole him from you. We had a casual you. relationship. We weren't an affair. We were together. Okay, yeah. whatever. The point is, uh, I made my feelings known yeah. and stop him from you. I have no feelings whatsoever towards that actor. Mm-hmm. I don't find him very attractive. So I don't know what's going on. Either you're feeling insecure about your ability <laughs> to keep a man, which would make sense given what we now know about you losing a dick appointment, <laughs> or you're just very intimidated by me and my sexual prowess. <laughs> I just love the idea as well that in this dream we had like a proper 1950s bedroom, like you and me, yeah, in single beds. So bed. does that mean if one of us is having sex with Anthony Ramos, the other one just has to listen? <laughs> so. Cheer him on. I saw him in the Heights the other day. Did you? Is it any good? He is alright. Yeah, You'll right. like it if you like that guy. It's pretty well, good. Didn't change was, my life, but it was good. It was just the whole thing of it. Like, I, one, absolutely hate people that are like, oh my god, I had this dream the other night, I have to tell you about it. And yet, not I only did you tell that. me, but you're like, let's bring it up on our podcast I as absolutely well. hate that, but it still makes me fucking die, the fact that it was like, not even late, but I'd just woken up, and I my immediate thought was, I have to tell Chardon. I have to tell Sean. <laughs> so I'm like half asleep. I'm not drunk. I promise. I've just woken up. Like literally. <laughs> and I've listened back to it so many times because I just think, what the fuck is wrong with me? What actually is wrong with me? Um, and I think that that's what makes me laugh about the whole thing more than anything else is that I just, I woke up straight away and thought, I have to tell Sharden. She needs to know. For what fucking end? I don't know. I'm glad you told me. I don't mind hearing about other people's dreams if they're interesting. It's just mm. that 99% of the time they're not. They're not interesting. Um, but this was a one percenter. I wouldn't have I'm, told you if you weren't in it. I'm sorry, um, I stole your man. Honestly. I, in the it dream. stuck with me. Like I was unsure about how today was going to go. I didn't know if there's going to be some pent-up resentment. <laughs> <laughs> Still in started beef. That's what it was. I said, yeah, that voice note like, starts on it. Yeah. I know, I thought I thought that it was going to be the end. If it had been uh, Lafayette, maybe, another yeah, Hamilton I mean, member. Wolf, what a babe. What a babe, but I'm not a fan of Anthony Ray No, I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't even know if I'm a fan. Like, he's a dish. I think he's oh, a dish. Every time I've had a sexy dream about someone, it's never with someone I actually have a crush on. Yeah. It's always someone completely left field. That you kind and- of, like, can look at and objectively go... They're an attractive person. No, no. I, I mean, yeah, but not even that. I, rem- I remember vividly having a sexy dream about Rob Brydon. Uh, what, as Rob Brydon or as Uncle Bryn? As Rob... I don't know. Yeah, as Rob Brydon, okay. I guess. Because Uncle Bryn, I would have judged you. But Rob Brydon, okay. I kind of well, get. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> and, uh, the last like, time... Give me some of that Uncle Bryn awkwardness. Bit of Uncle Bryn. Uh, and the last one, and we'll bring it to a close on this bombshell, but the last dream I remember having that was like romantic, I was in a two-way relationship with David Morrissey for The Walking Dead, complete with eye patch, and wait for it, which is so left field, Zoe Wanamaker. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. Don't know. When don't did know. this dream happen? Oh, I don't know. A couple of months ago. Do you think it was after we went through your Harry Potter scrapbook? <laughs> no, it was before that, I think. 10 out of 10 with bangs, Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. <laughs> she was just very sweet. My she was God. like a sugar mama. She like bought me things and took me places. <laughs> and then licked you out. Yeah, okay, I get it. It didn't get that far. Okay. okay. It was just very romantic and tasteful. So, hold on. So, your dirty dreams... <laughs> 
are not even including any dirt. This particular one. Okay. Did you at least shag <laughs> Uncle Bryn? Yes. Okay. How was that? He's a tiny human as well. I know. Like, where does but he again, come up to on I you? have a lot of celebrity crushes. But in a dream, it's always just some absolute random. It's wow, never I someone I actually have a crush on. I absolutely love the idea of trying to work out what you'd seen that day that put Rob Brydon and Zoe Wanamaker together. No, no, no. no. Rob Brydon was a different time. Oh. That was, so it was, this particular time was David Morrissey. Oh, David Morrissey. Dead, Sorry, excuse me. Which yeah. I had been watching a lot of. And he is super fit. And then Zoe Wanamaker completely left field. Not only do I not have a crush on her, uh, I haven't seen her in anything in Donkey Shoes. Probably since know. Harry Potter. Probably since Harry Potter. Yeah. Or <laughs> my, my family. family. Hey! <laughs> Robert Lindsay in there. Loved a bit of Robert Lindsay. I do, yeah. He's yeah. a very handsome man, Robert Lindsay. My God. Amazing. I love that. I love that journey for you. I love that journey <laughs> for them. I want to see what this thruple really looks like. I wonder if you've got room for one more because I want to get Rob Bryden in that I'm getting mix. a bit hot now. So you get I've the shame sweats. sweats. <laughs> room for one more. Answers on a postcard. <laughs> My God, that was amazing. Thank you so much, Zin, for that story. That is yeah, going to live... absolute cracker literally live in my head rent free like if there's going to be an episode that I re-listen to a lot it's going to be this one just for that (laughs) I can't enjoy Freud's face journey again which is part (laughs) of the joy of just like Thank you for listening to Misery Loves Company. If you have a tragic story of your own, we'd love to hear from you. You can be a guest or you can write in. Uh, but get in touch with us uh, if you feel like taking part at miserypodcast at gmail.com. Our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. And if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. We've been Chardon and Freuda and Zin. This is the first yeah. time we're officially going to thank someone. Come on. On the actual podcast episode that they're on. Thank you so fucking much, Zin. Thank um, you, Zin. Apologies to Thank Ellen, Danny, and Phil. Um, you know, we just didn't love you as much as we love Zin, clearly. No. Uh, we are all officially in the Zin bin. We're in the Zin bin. Join us this again. Is the, this is Zin bin episode one. Zin bin. There will be another. Join again in a fortnight. You bring the company and we'll bring the misery.